Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 22nd of September. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. Might as well be us. And if we don't win the money, we might as well be uh, very lucky. We have beautiful cats on our shoulders. I just want to show that off. She's always telling me, it's time, daddy, it's time. So I'll go on a rant about it in a little bit. But overall, I was happy with how Thursday went. And that's not often what people say when they lost $150. But there was edge. I, I played the edge. That's fine. Um, there's a lot of good satellites. Again, in Madden, I took down just one yesterday. This guy won the most money of anybody in the chop. So congrats again to Mario B. Taking home 33 of the $1,000. Again, hilarious. There's not a tournament of champions semifinals. As far as I'm aware, that's the first millionaire this season without it. So completely like rude to the winners last night. And no offense. Like, I mean, that's an incredible bankroll builder. Like, imagine you entered a single bullet and you picked the bullet, man. That's awesome. But, you know, for, for, a, ter- for a team that has two 10% guys in it, you don't want to be duped 125 times. You want it to be 1% of the, the things. So there was, there was reasons why that wasn't in my player pool. It only left $600 on the table. And on um, yeah, on that slate, we couldn't do that. Uh, so since we couldn't do that on that slate, um, yeah, I, I just felt like, and, and then I thought, oh man, I saw this come through from one of the, one of the discords that, that I'm not in. I was like, oh, can you imagine you enter the bad lineup and only in the dollar tournament, not even the, the Millie Maker, so you don't even get the 10,000, you only get 1,000. And I mean, you know, it's it's a bankroll builder. So like like I say, like, that's not a bad day for this guy probably, right? Like $1,100 when you're like throwing down dollars, that's huge. That's like months of play, right? So like, I'm not trying to, th- to say, oh, that sucks. It's just like, didn't get you didn't even get the upside that the guys who didn't get upside were getting, right? But let me show you why I was so excited. So you remember last week, um, Squirrel Patrol took down the million, and I saw his method. He was leaving way more money on the table, and that's all he had to do to get to get unique. And so I did that this week. I left between three and ten, no, three and fifteen thousand dollars on the table, and my my best unique lineup left twelve thousand five hundred dollars on the table. Absolutely nuts so all 10 of these were unique crazy to have 10 out of 20 be fully unique i'm very happy with that um things that guys who did not perform that are just absolutely mind-boggling to me and the opportunities they had juan jennings how do you not catch a pass in that second half i mean you're running routes every play i mean i guess the guy likes his binky boys he likes to throw it to the one or two guys and they're great mccaffrey and like um and depot are great but like juan's not bad just throw it up for him it's huge Anyway, Wandale, I got so lucky with Wandale. My my best lineup, the unique one I was telling you about that that had uh so this one at the top with Wandale, Christian McCaffrey, it's a one five stack, which is very unlikely to win. It's like three percent likely to win, so nobody's ever gonna be there. But yesterday I felt like Wandale was underrated value and these other guys were also good value. So we wound up with that lineup with thirty seven thousand five hundred on the table being my best unique. It did finish in the cash. And it was only 10 off the win. Like, I think if Wandale catches a touchdown on that last drive, it had a shot to take home a solo. Uh, except it doesn't have the quarterback. So I don't know. I mean, but, but Jones wasn't having that good of a game. So, eh, whatever. Um, did I have anything else in this thread about it? No, I was mostly just going to show off that I was happy with the way the method worked out yesterday. Oh, yeah. The other thing I was upset about, my, my actual best lineup here had Ray Ray in it. And if you were watching the game yesterday, Ray Ray played a ton a ton, but they never threw the ball. 
Like, I don't think he had a target. Did he have a target? Maybe one target or something. But, like, he was their wide receiver, too, from usage and snaps and stuff. Never threw him the ball. So, sometimes you just got to say, huh, that would have been cool. Only had one dupe. Pretty cool lineup to only have one dupe. Turned out to have both of the wide receiver twos, a tight end, quarterback, the guy who caught all the touchdowns, best running back in the game. Can't believe this lineup only had one dude, right? So anyway, I, I'm very happy with the way things worked. I had one more. Did I call it out? Did I call it out? No, I didn't even talk about my second best lineup. But yeah, my overall exposures were just killer. Debo, smash. Purdy, fine. McCaffrey, smash. Kittle, smash. Then you had Juwan Jennings, wah. And then Waller. I mean, come on. Enough people have talked about Waller, but like, for me, on the Daniel Jones to Waller connections yesterday, a lot more blame to go one way on that than the other. And no offense, I mean, I'm not a Daniel Jones apologist. I'm not sure what his upside is in the NFL. I think he's probably like a bog standard quarterback for a couple more years, five more years, whatever. But like, as a bog standard quarterback, throwing a ball to your tight end, those are bog standard passes that Waller was just like, not able to handle just volleyballing around. So a little bit worried about what I saw from Waller last night as a guy who has a tremendous amount of Waller in best ball. Um, okay. So on to uh baseball review and uh, have I got this the wrong dimensions? Sorry. I, I didn't, I didn't know screen share actually took the dimensions of, I, I'd like to have my part of the video. I don't like to look at myself in the video. So I crop down the, the thing, but then sometimes I mentioned it off the dimensions. So sorry if that's made anything weird. All right, I noticed in this, so I've already done the review for this day, is a week ago today, it was a 13-game main slate, and the only thing that's weird is two of these guys from Mr. Papa Giorgio had 49200 so they were leaving a lot of money on the table for this late in the season, and it's not like there was like a mispriced guy, if you look at it, the table, like we got regular starters, got Gary Cooper, Jimenez had like two steals and like home run or something that night, so I'm not sure, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything to emulate here. Two two of the top 10 had that kind of build, but the rest of them were all our build. So just going to stick with our 80% likelihood that we're there and be fine if we don't get the 10% situation, just like last time. Um, and I think, what was this, the $3 Mega Mini Max that day? Yeah. Oh, nice. All the reviews are back. Huh. Some of these bigger competitions, I don't think you were able to review. So we'll have to go back and do some um, football review for the main slate show. Might get that out right after this. Oh, probably publish it in a second oh park factors okay park factors are up these were not coming up earlier so now i probably do need to respond to them fenway maybe a little minus well that's a dome we got mostly domes and minuses so if it's domes and minuses i don't care that much so arizona and new york minus 10 percent. let me make sure i add that not getting to any of them anyway Arizona and New York minus 10%. So that's 4.5 to 4.1. And Arizona from 4.7 to 4.3. Yeah, sorry, I normally do this before the show, but the cat got... Cat said it was time to go. You know, I like to show off cat on the shoulders routine. So, Because what is this? Is like half a circus, you know? No, I know that, that it's not really part of the numerical analysis. I should probably do that beforehand. Oh, yeah. And then I, I am, of course, also going to do um, this uh, early slate thing. Um, early slate, what's it called? Showdown. So for the showdown, Pion looks like your captain, optimal captain, obviously. The other guys I put in there, you know how I always give you your leverage plays for captain. 
trying to win all the money today, which is $10,000. I am going to take a couple shots. Um, Noah Davis uh, is also in play at, at the captain. Yeah, at 6% owned, that's going to probably be where I get for my other play. Let's see. Once I limit this. Oh, it goes to McMahon. Okay. I'm fine with that. McMahon is your leverage play. Um, so I've ranked him by home runs. He is 2.6% in the captain, and he's going to be about 19% chance of home runs. I think that's fine. Possibility, you know, these are Colorado guys, right? So in the background, you got to wonder, is that weighing his whole season equally? Is there a home road split concern here? Maybe. Does that get me off of him eventually? Maybe, but also that's like a lot of edge. 19% chance of a home run versus 2.6% ownership. It's like 16.5% edge. Normally, these are more like 14%, 15% for guys who are decent hitters. So I think I probably do one where it's Tyone captain, one with McMahon captain. That all makes sense. Um, any, uh, I'll tell you which which relievers I have in the pool. That's the other thing that's kind of important. I don't think I get to any of them yet. We have plenty of cheap cheap bats here. We've got Rogers, Doyle, Tovar, um, Elahurius, Montero, Mastrobeni. Too many cheap bats to get to these guys, but... The cheap pitchers who might see the field are Merriweather, Doyle, and Bard. Those are the guys who both might, I guess you can put Leiter Jr. in there. He's right at the edge. I just don't think he has enough strikeout potential in his potential. Like, if we're going to get him at 2.4%, he's got to have a chance to be in the optimal at, at least that rate. And I think that's about right. I don't know if it's at least. So I'm not putting in Leiter. You can add a, an extra reliever if you need, but I, you just don't need, honestly. Stop popping up the lineups I'm trying to... Follow best practices and not show you exact lineups. Um, okay, so, but generally speaking, you know what my settings are. That is what I always show you. 47,500 to 49,700. I leave a little money on the table. These are showdowns. What happened yesterday is instructive. That's the other thing to say about yesterday. That lineup that won was not so bad. So, like, I said another gross winner because it had 125 dupes. But when you actually look at the lineup, two of them were 10%. And, like, it wasn't that bad because, like, you had, um, what's it called? Uh the cheap receiver who run Ronnie Bell, who everybody was mad, caught a touchdown. It was good for me, but like for my dupe, for my, not this lineup, but it only left $600 on the table. And on yesterday's slate, you had to understand after Ayuk was out, $600 on the table was not going to do it. $600 on the table was jamming them in. So for me, I left like my cap was going to be like 2,500 with Ayuk in 3000 with Ayuk out. And so that's what it wound up being. And honestly, like, I don't think many of my lineups were close to 3000. I think I was mostly leaving like seven to $10,000 on the table um, to get, and not really to get unique. Right. It's just that those were fine. Like those lineups had as much chance to smash as this one. You saw how much opportunity, like uh 2% um, what's his name? The, the fast one, Ray, Ray McLeod had, I mean, he didn't make use of the opportunity, you know, whatever that's, that's football. That's, that's, that's what I mean when I say um, the actual result doesn't matter. Like we, we did what we could, you know, like we put ourselves in a great position with like and that, that that's the other part of the screenshot, right? Like the other part of me losing $150 is every single one of these six that placed one, two, three, four, five, six had two or less dupes. None of my ones that had five dupes or whatever were up there. So these were all legit chance at 500 freaking thousand dollars that were so, so close yesterday. So anyway, yesterday is the first day since like game one of the finals, really. Not even game two when I won 10000 additional dollars where I felt like I pulled off the whole thing. I knew what was going to happen and like made the appropriate moves. The the um, on the field rotations reflected that. 
man, I wish Brightwell hadn't dropped that pass, right? He looked like they were going to use him in the entirely in, in the passing game. He came out in the first half. His only guy they're using for passes drops one, drops an easy screen. Fable's like, that's like half my plays this half. I can't have that happen. I get it. I mean, so he got benched for the rest of that half. But, okay. Um, yeah, the rest of the teams don't matter for the showdown. Let's get on to the main slate. Bup, bup, bup. Pitchers for the main slate. Oh, I, I wow. Okay, so I, I've added Davis Daniel. I think you got to get to a lot of him. Um, he's going against Minnesota, which, again, I double-checked it because I wasn't sure. It's still true. I haven't checked it in, like, two weeks. Uh, and it's not, actually. Seattle's really improved. Their last, like, two weeks of strikeout rates have really brought them down. So I'm not targeting Seattle anymore because, well, that explains what happens. In the last two weeks of me riding their anti-strikeouts uh, splits, they've gotten better. So you got to pay attention to that. Same with San Francisco. San Francisco is way down on the list now. They've been really paying attention to that. Look at that. Last three games or whatever, five strikeouts. So anyway, teams that used to be bad on the list, they're they're bringing this up in batting practice. They're aware. So now Atlanta's striking out a lot, but also hitting all those home runs. So not targeting them. Toronto, you can start targeting, I think. But anyway, it's mostly Minnesota. So anyway, I'm targeting Minnesota, and that's the whole thing. Gibson Long, you know, that's too much. Don't want to have that much. I think he's fine. And against Oklahoma, or Oklahoma, Against Oakland, he's under uh, he's under owned at six percent. So I, I I'll take that shot for sure. I'm not going to take so six twelve eighteen percent. That's about my max there. Davis Daniel, if he's fourteen percent, I'll take him fourteen twenty eight forty two percent. Three x the field. I'm pretty strong on that take. And then we'll see what else we get to. And if I need to add, nope, don't need to add uniques. It'll get to uniques pretty naturally. I mean team stacks. Let's see. Do I need to for team stack purposes? It loves Atlanta. I'm not going to be that high on Atlanta on a slate this size. 35 seems fine. They're good. They're going to be one of my stacks. You know, they're probably the highest whatever run total. So we'll have a bunch of them, but 35 is fine. It's a good chance that another team out- outscores. I'll go 30 for the next team. It's probably going to be Atlanta and Philly as my two stacks. that will be backs based on price considerations. Maybe Houston going to get in there. Let's see. Oakland. Don't like Oakland. That's not going to be on the stack sweep backlist. Let's see. You have another choice for me, Saberson? I'm fine with Oakland players individually. I just the stack going off seems really, I don't know. Doesn't seem super likely, so I'm not going to be playing that. Detroit? Okay. I can get to some Detroit. I'll get to like 25% Detroit. So, yeah, I'm fine with Detroit being the third stack sweep back. I just, they're, they're still a step down from Atlanta and Philadelphia. Probably should just stop over-constraining the machine and let it win me some money like I used to. But, okay. Yeah, because now, right, all these exposures are going to be like this when I rerun later. So anyway, if you, there's a problem in Saberson. It's much better to pare down a large field, which is obviously trying to get you to do pro probably. But it really is. It's way easier for their brain. Because if you set a bunch of things like this, like 35, 30, 25, before you start, then in its setup, it's trying to go through and, and meet all of your constraints first rather than just building good lineups first. So it can't, it can only do so much of that a priori work in its head before it starts getting frustrated. It starts like throwing errors. So I might have to undo all the max exposures here and get back to them by looking at like what I said the stacks we back are. Just so you know, functionally, that may happen to you as well. Okay, I think I've covered, did I say all the guys' names? Probably didn't say all the guys' pitchers' names. Um, Yeah, didn't say any of these guys' names. 
Uh, so the studs are Lopez and Sale. And let's see, who are the leverage arms? Davis Daniel and Sawyer Gibson Long. And I mean, I, I guess Morton, Morton's going on our studs list as well. That's positive leverage. How is that positive leverage for Morton? I don't know. Disrespectful to Morton to have him that low owned. So I don't uh, I don't really think that sticks. Washington is not that good. I mean, where are they on the strikeouts list? They're not that bad, but they're not that good, right? They are that good. 7.7. All right, so it's a it's a strength versus strength today. But I still think we can get to 20% chance that he strikes out a lot of them. I mean, you just saw how much that that list has been in flux. Like uh longtime watchers of the show know we've been targeting San Francisco for a while. So the fact that they can make a run for a couple weeks and be, move themselves that much on the list, a little bit surprising to me. A little bit surprising to me makes me want to double check my uh, web history, make sure I was looking at the right sites, all those uh previous shows. Pretty sure I was. I mean, it, it has been three weeks, so probably just has moved. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I think that's, did I say all, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'll pop those, uh, notes up in a few minutes and, uh, remember you're good enough. You're strong enough and gosh darn it. Somebody's got to win that money. Yeah, it could be us, right?